Hello and welcome to According to John. Today, uh, today we have a very interesting question that uh, uh, I guess is I guess is uh, it fits the culture. Obviously, if someone has the question, uh, it's usually a question of what they're dealing with today. And so, the the question is, um, how many ways can man sin? Oh, we are greatly creative people. We have great potential to sin in many, many ways. So we, we do. And then one of the other questions was just a full-on question. Um, was Jesus tempted with homosexuality? And he was tempted in all points as we are tempted, yet without sin. I, so what is that? But, but here's the key. Like, what does that look like? Because someone will say, well, uh, uh, well, pastor, uh, Jesus was, he was tempted with adultery. Well, no, he wasn't because he wasn't married. He didn't have a, he didn't have a sinful nature. So that which would appeal to a sinner didn't appeal to Jesus. Yeah. Well, how about this? Um, was, was Jesus, uh, tempted with drunkenness, pedophilia, uh, I, uh, idolatry, uh, not a, just adultery, but idolatry. And, and, and here's the coolest part. <clears throat> the Bible answers all of this. Sure does. And so we're going to bring clarity to it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we will get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you and love you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for clarity. Thank you for allowing us to understand and giving to us, Lord, exactly what you want us to know so that we can live uh, the life that pleases you. Father, bring us uh, clarity in thought and clarity in speech, Father, and that you would be honored and glorified. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I am your host, John Westfall. This is Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. Good to be back in this saddle next to you, Johnny. I love it. I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'm forgiven. How many years are you so like like I mean I my last uh, drunk uh my last high was uh, June eighteenth, nineteen seventy two at four PM. I got saved at eight PM and that was my last high. Isn't that yeah. Yeah. I think I did have a couple of brewskis a few months down the road, one too many, but uh it was deliverance and that was then and this is now. Amen. Well, so so one of the things I, I'm gonna the, the very first verse that I have to point out, because if we're gonna discuss this and we're gonna keep it in in context and and for absolute clarity, um uh we have to understand uh first John two sixteen. We have to understand this. So in, in Hebrews, um, uh, uh, Hebrews 4.15, it says that Jesus was tempted in all ways that we are yet without sin. I think, uh, um, well, yeah, I believe it's Hebrews 4.15. Uh, Jesus was tempted in all ways that we are yet without sin, and then, uh, or all points, some versions say. And so we have to understand what way or what point. Well, uh, uh, first John chapter two, verse 16 makes it very clear of how many ways man can sin. Now, when we talk about how many, uh, uh, sins there are, oh my goodness, but how many ways can man actually sin? And there are three ways and only three, uh, verse, uh, 16 in first John chapter two says for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life 
is not of the Father, but of this world. So, so there's three points. Three categories. Three categories of how we can sin. Lust of the flesh. That is uh, your, your body's... Your, your flesh wants drugs, alcohol, sex, food. Um, uh, um, I mean, you, anything that's going to satisfy the body. Yep. That's, that's, that's one category. The second one is lust of the eyes. We look. That Harley Davidson motorcycle and we want it. Or the Chevrolet Silverado, or the 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 Z seventy one package crew cab, loaded uh, four door go leather, big or go, go home, home baby. dude. I want give me yes. all of it, right? Lust of the eyes, lust of the eyes. And so, what are some of the other things? Okay, so it's. The, the the lust of the eyes, right? We look at this and we're like, oh my goodness, I got to see it. I want it. What about, uh, and, and, and it's just not, uh, not just with material things, but how about also as a man, you look at a woman or a woman, you look at a man. And all I think of a sudden, that falls back under the category lust of the flesh. But yeah, I see well, it. You well, want it. It's the lust same. of the eyes will feed lust of the flesh. Yeah, they kind of, yeah, they, they connect up, don't they? They connect. And then the third one, <clears throat> Uh, is the pride of life. Look at me. Look what I did. Look who I am. I am not going to do that. That is below me. And so this pride of life. Well, oh, hey, how about this? Because remember Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, which we were talking a little bit about last podcast, uh, where uh, Satan said, well, hey, if you are the son of God, jump off of this mountain and the angels will catch you before you hit the bottom. Uh, let me just tell you this. Do not jump off of a mountain because the angels will not catch you before you hit the bottom because <laughs> you are not Jesus, just yeah. for the clarity of record. Yep. But how about the pride of life, right? Oh, we are so good. We think so much of ourselves. And it so dominates us. I'm on an airplane. I'm flying somewhere, try to chit-chat with somebody. They, they ask me what I do. Guys always ask, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, yeah. That's and I tell them I'm a pastor. And then the first thing they ask is, how big is your church? They're measuring <laughs> each other up. Oh, if you have 50, you're just a 50 guy. If you have 500, oh, you're a 500 guy, 5,000. Oh, you're a oh mega church guy. like... Either way, we're losers. <laughs> <I know. laughs> if you got a five thousand uh, church, then guess what? You're taking, stealing from people. You, you're, yeah, you're you bad. Got lots of problems. Yeah, and if you don't have a big church, well, then you're no good. So you're bad. <laughs> we measure each other by this stupidity. Compare ourselves among ourselves. We're not wise, and yet we do it all, all the time. time. We all need a savior, Johnny. Uh, we do. Uh, we absolutely do. So the question is. Uh, that I have been asked uh, before or, or when we were just, well, Jesus was tempted with homosexuality. No, he wasn't. He was tempted in lust of the flesh, um, but not homosexuality. Lust of the flesh was because he was hungry. Uh, G, uh, Satan said, hey, you know what? Uh, turn these stones into bread and you can eat. That's to feed the body, feed the flesh. So he understood what it is for the flesh to desire, but he was not tempted with all these sins. So there's three ways that we can sin, three categories using your mm -hmm. terminology. And then uh, all these sins fit under these three ways. Yeah. 
yeah, circling back around to that that exact question, could he? Was he tempted with homosexuality? Was he tempted with pedophilia? Was he, you know, all that stuff kind of makes me nervous just to just to say that it's yeah. almost to me it's almost the edge of blasphemy. Yes, but. I think way more important than the question that on the lower level of human thinking, could he, I think the screaming thing, important thing is he didn't. Right. He did not. He did not. And that's where, that's the foundation for us to have God experience in our lives because we are tempted. Uh, I, I don't really feel I've been tempted to homosexuality or pedophilia, but yeah, I'm but- still falling. I'm tempted to sexual sin. I'm tempted to... Motor, bigger motorcycle, faster than yours, <laughs> right? And, and so, yeah, but it's every be tough to do. But no, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it's true. So uh, I, I went on I my. I wanted to hold him, one to fold him, John. Right, just, yeah. just remember that. So check this out. Yeah, uh, yesterday was it? Yesterday was today. Today's Thursday, Tuesday. So Tuesday morning, I have to go to Kingston, and it was a beautiful day, beautiful temp outside, seventy degrees, perfect riding. And so I told my wife, I said, look, I'm just going to take the bike. I had to go down to Home Depot and pick up uh, a couple of pieces of uh, glass tile. And I'm redoing, uh, uh, finishing up my kitchen. Anyway, so I, I, I run down to, to Kingston. They're the only place that has it. Uh, for the last, I don't know how long, like we went on vacation. And so, uh, you know, my wife is on, on the motorcycle with me and, and man, I love taking her. It's just great company and we enjoy each other's company. We enjoy riding. And, um, and so, uh, I've been riding two up for almost most of the summer. And, uh, and I haven't ridden just by myself on the motorcycle until, uh, Tuesday. So I go out on the motorcycle and, and I'm heading down to Kingston and and i forgot how fast this thing really is <laughs> so i'm i get on it and i'm just like wah, wah, wah. and and you know you know that there's a lot of power when you accelerate and it kind of gets a little squirrely for a second because it's, it loses grip but it gets grip and so you're like i was so happy <laughs> johnny I'm lusting after your motorcycle. <laughs> so to get uh, to get a faster motorcycle than mine, you're gonna have to like. At any rate, it was so fun. Okay, but it it exemplifies it, what we're talking exactly. about: our hey. fallen nature. Exactly. So that was so so. My motorcycle was lust of the eyes because I looked at it and said I wanted it, and then as exhilarating as that lust of the flesh, I think it is. Anyway, anyway go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well. Some things I'll repent of these, later. These things that are in our face every day really take us back to the root problem. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It started in the Garden of Eden. Our our father, Adam, sinned and death passed upon all for all have sinned. It is our depraved nature. Yeah. And so because our nature is rooted in sin, it's fallen. Our intellect is darkened. Our emotions are, are, are made rebellious. Our, our, uh, our intellect is darkened. Uh, well, and, 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 and we, you, all these things that you're mentioning, what is the, what is the main sin that feeds all of that pride? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the pride of life, pride of life feeds everything. Pride of life will feed lust of the flesh. They all because of selfishness. Yeah. It's all yeah, about, it's yeah. all about me, what I want, what I feel I need, so on and so forth. And so, so if we don't check our pride, everything else will be a runaway train. This is so strategic in, in our Christian walk and, and experience. 
uh, if we're going to have a fruitful Christian life, if we're going to have a, a joyful uh, walk with Christ, if we're going to be a, a, a believer that brings light to others and, and joy and help to others, because as we give, we receive. Right. Yeah. And this is the battle that's going to, if this battle's lost, we're not going to have that joy. We're not have that fruitfulness. But if it's won, and uh, so this is uh, every man's battle, this every Christian's battle, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And then you start applying it. You, you know, our question is how many different ways can, can a man sin? Right. Well, how many different ways are there to look at things? You know, there's, well, there's economic sin, there's social sins, right, right. Um, there's emotional uh, sins, uh, anger issues, uh, so, racial <laughs> racial overtures. So when we when we look at when we look at all that, what we have to do is we have to figure out what category it goes in. Yeah, uh, it, 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 they they do. They have mm. cat, uh, they they have. They, it's either lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes or pride of life. Yeah, whatever it is has to fit in those three. Yeah, uh, those are the 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 super sins. Those are the categories of sin. Everything else fits into it. So we we identify it, and and, and and it's all the ways that Jesus was tempted. Yeah. So you go to a doctor, and he doesn't just treat you. He's first he starts asking you questions. They take your temperature. They take your blood pressure check your weight and compare it to the last time you were in and they've got your chart and then they begin to look for things that are abnormal or you they'll ask you which, where does which, it hurt which by the way if my if i go in and my weight was higher than the last time i tell them it's my clothes and my phone you didn't let me take it out <laughs> <laughs> that that phone of yours what's it weigh nine pounds it's close yeah, man it, it, is, keeps, uh, it keeps getting bigger yeah, mine, mine only weighs seven so <laughs> Right until the next time you go in. But see, the doctor makes the diagnosis prior to making the prognosis, and we're talking practical Christianity now. We're talking about what we got. We got a fallen nature. It is our nature, uh, to, and we want to feed that. We want to feed yeah, that. Yeah, my old nature just wants to be fed. Give me bigger, better, more. It's all right. about me. It makes me feel good. And as we follow that, we just multiply our failures. So the doctor makes a, a diagnosis, and of course, this is the this, the beauty of, of following Jesus. Uh, it's it's the the power of, of Christianity. We're not living, you know, with the Savior that's still on a cross. He's risen, Amen. and he ascended into heaven. But that's his body is ascended into heaven. He sent his Holy Spirit to live next to us. Yeah, no, in us, in, in us, us, and and the reason that that he sent his Holy Spirit to live in us is to keep us from uh, what verse 16 talks about, for all that is in the world. All that is in the world, which is lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. That is all the sin that is in the world. Those three That wraps it up. But it's a big package. (laughs) That's a huge package. And, and, when when people um uh when people can't get past themselves or they can't get they can't feed the flesh can't you know like uh take away their porn which which by the way guys when when people are hooked on on porn uh the first thing that they are doing the first well so that's kind of all right so let's look at this for a second is it feeding the flesh or the lust of the eyes or does 
it feed the lust of the eyes and then the lust of the eyes automatically uh, the result is you got to feed the flesh uh, you know what i'm saying like like there's it, sometimes some sins are they they're domino effects yeah they one connects with the other well, so so take a drug addict i'll say he's got to feed the flesh right so now uh so now he he goes out and he feeds the flesh uh but now let's say drugs or alcohol that distorts your thinking. So now your eyes see things that it shouldn't see to desire things that you shouldn't be desiring. Now you're going to feed the flesh some more uh, because of the lust of the eye. So now you've created a relationship against your, your spouse. Um, and then, or it alters you some more and uh, your children go against your authority. So now, or, or even your spouse. And so now you have to feed uh, the pride of life and, and go, I'm the man and you shouldn't go up against me. And so all of a sudden one sin domino effects to the other sin. And before you know it, the one sin of feeding the flesh has now, uh, 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 activated the lust of the eyes and then activated the pride of life. I think Jesus summed it up when he said a little leaven, leaven is the, the whole loaf. <laughs> Dude, that a, is the verse. A surviving brain cell. <laughs> oh, that was refreshing. It really works. <laughs> think, think about that just for a second. That a, and it gets a treadmill. It's it's a row of dominoes, mm. and it's a treadmill. Yeah. And the enemy comes in like a flood, and we we can God can forgive us but we can't forgive ourselves in that whole system of failure just the hamster wheel takes over exactly exactly and um, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world Amen. and Jesus came to uh, to conquer sin uh, to he rose from the dead uh, he conquered sin we're, we're more than conquerors so, through him without him we fail so here's one for you the uh, lady that they catch having in the adulterous affair. And, and it's in the, go I can't remember where it's at in the gospels uh, right off the top of my head. Um, if it should, if another brain cell comes to life, shout it out. that one's dead. <laughs> it's so, in there. So, so the lady she's committed that she's caught her and the man's caught in an adulterous affair and, and they bring her before Jesus. And of course, Jesus is, is so amazing. And he writes, in the in the dirt and then he says whoever is and he's not looking up he's just uh, doodling in the dirt and he says whoever is without sin cast the first stone and then he looks up and when he looks up everyone's gone and then he looks at the lady and he says where are your uh uh, uh those who are uh your accusers. accusers where are your accusers and she says they're gone and then he looks at her and he says uh, then I don't accuse you either, but these are the magical words. He says, go, go and, and sin, sin no, no more. more. All right. So here's the question. Did he set her up for failure or does she really have the capability of going and sinning no more? That's a great, uh, passage. It raises great questions. Um, I'll know one thing for sure. She got forgiven. She was forgiven. She um, got a brand new start. Yep. Um, I remember getting my new start. I wasn't thinking so much of, oh, no, 
drugs have had control of my life now uh, for the past three and a half years. I, I was just thinking, man, I got a Savior who's risen. He's coming again. I, I'm forgiven. I was just overwhelmed with, with that. And so my whole range of thinking changed. Mm-hmm. I was no longer focused on my failures. I was focused on his success. And it was overwhelming. And I and, I, and you realize and you realize that that uh, your failures are from uh, sinful decisions. You you connect the dots with all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And so, if your desire is to serve Jesus, then what's going to happen is you're going to take and make different decisions. <clears throat> one one of the uh, things that frustrates me is. Uh, so, so someone has an affair and then they have another affair and it's been lasting a long time. And then they'll say, well, they made a mistake. Okay. Let me, let me help you here. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a mistake when you continuously live in sin. It is a continuous poor decision. And so we can't, we we have to st- first off we have to stop justifying uh and and by the way that's satan's tactic well you made a mistake no no you have sinned and made conscious poor decisions one of the first parts of of uh, uh not being uh, verse 17 it says and the world's passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever one of the one of the things of of living a victorious life is number one, accepting responsibility for your decisions, yes. good or bad. Remember when immediately after Adam and Eve sinned, God shows up, have you eaten a tree? And Adam blame shifted the woman that they you me. gave me blame shifting. You know, the, all victory is going to begin. <laughs> and at he this didn't point. even think about it. He was like, well, God is the woman you gave me. It's his nature. Now He's how about, fallen. how about this? Who taught you? You have three children and five grandchildren. Uh, seven and soon to be eight. Soon to be eight grandchildren. So you have had now eleven, soon to be eleven opportunities to witness this. Yep. Who taught the two-year-old how to lie? <laughs> the seed. Their nature. It's their nature, yeah. right? So now they're, or, or even, even you know, as soon as they're able to, to realize uh, right from wrong, if you will, which is pretty young age. And so now they're eating chocolate. It's dripping down their face, right? Because it's all over their face. And then you say, did you get into the chocolate, little dookie? And no, I didn't touch it. Touch well, my it. brother stuffed it in my face. <laughs> you know how my brother is? It's his fault. Who taught you how to say, uh-uh, not me? It's that, that self-preservation, which is the pride of, of life. life. Yeah, It stems from that, and then everything else is to feed that stem. Yeah. You know, I'd like to circle back around to the story that you brought, the woman uh, being overtaken yeah. in adultery. You know, it's, it's like, where was the man? How could they catch her and not catch him? And so there's a lot to that story that we don't know about. But what's really cool is Jesus kind of ignored that. He, he, well, here's what he did. He dealt uh, because they were being deceptive and trying to set him up. 
Exactly. They were they literally were trying to set him up. And so he's like, okay, I'll play your game for a moment. And they wanted to use and abuse her. Absolutely. They didn't care about the adultery situation. No. They were just trying to catch Jesus. They're glad to use her yeah. to uh, to further their narrative. And Jesus just did right. not fall for that, that in, into that trap. Talk about wisdom, yeah, man. He kind so of blew their minds, didn't he? He all the time would King blow their minds. Jesus. He uh yeah, and he's and and so he 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 realizes that she makes a poor decision, and uh, he also realizes that they're trying to set him up. Yeah, and when he's drawing in the dirt, I wonder what he was drawing. I was think I think he was writing "idiot" in another language. Here's what I think, and I'm not the author you of this fools. thought. Fools, I don't know. I think <laughs> human nature is he he started doesn't even look in their eyes. He just kind of ignores yeah. them, which is really cool, and then he starts writing. In the ground, I think the scriptures say he writes, yeah. not just not just doodling. He's writing, and I think they're wondering what is he writing. I, I would <laughs> if I was right. there, and so I think you know some of the bold ones leading the charge. Uh, they step a little closer and look at what he's writing. I think he wrote their names and their sin. Oh, Whoa, I can't prove that, but I'm going to ask that on the other side. Dude, you know, you know, so I never thought about that. I think he's writing their sin because they uh, they departed quickly. There was no more argument in and, them. And, and it, started, it started with the older men. It did. The elders. The they elders, were leading the charge. Yeah, and, they were like, oh, I'm out. And then the followers like, oh, we don't need to be part of that. <laughs> he just slammed down our, our little uh, political heroes here, and uh, I ain't messing with Jesus. I never thought. Did he Did he write their sin in the dirt? And then they're they're looking, they're like, oh, junk, man, crap, we are busted. I think he busted them. I'm going to ask that on the other side, but I think I know the answer to that. I love that. I'm not the author. I'm not smart enough okay, to think I'm that gonna, out. I don't care where you got it. I'm I heard gonna, a smart preacher gonna, one time. He brought it up. And I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. Just say you heard it from Duke. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Forget about where Duke heard yeah, it. The from. Duke Meister got it. Who gives Nothing a new under the sun. Right. That would definitely turn their head, wouldn't it? See, the whole issue is sin. Her sin, their sin. That's why he's here. He's not here to condemn anybody. That's he's right. here. He said, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, right. but the world through him might, might be, be saved. saved. We're already condemned. John three seventeen. Yeah, he that believeth not is condemned already, and that's why Jesus comes. So we have to face up uh, to this, this sin issue. Right. And see, they were trying to face up with the sin issue on her part. And God's like, no, 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 that, that's your problem, not hers. I'll work with her. I'll work with you. He dealt with all of them. He didn't want it. He, they didn't really want to work with Jesus. They weren't coming to get help. <laughs> How many times do you read where it says that the, the lawyers and the Pharisees, which were supposed to be the religious teachers of the yeah. day, uh, and the Sadducees and, and the Jews and all, they were coming to trick Jesus all the time. And they, it always came back in their face. He would give an answer where they were stunned at his answer. And, and the truth is, you're right. Jesus, look, Jesus isn't, he isn't, he's not, okay. Sometimes I think that we, we look at God the way we look at our human father. Now, if, you're, if your human father wasn't around, then you know what? You think God's not around. Um, uh, and then for me, when I got saved, uh, so my dad... Um, my, my dad uh, was a big man 
and he was very aggressive. And uh, if he got mad at you, he would beat me. If he got mad at some of the other kids in the family, he would take it out on me. I, uh, I, took, a, I took a lot of uh, hits <laughs> uh, from my old man for a lot of other people. And, and uh, so when I got saved, uh, my, or, or when I was hearing about God and, you know, like in the very beginning, um, and even, even, uh, as I was, uh, being sanctified, as I was growing in, in grace, um, I looked at God, the father, the way I looked at my father and I correlated the two together until I got to know God, the father. Right. Yeah, amen. And, and so when I was looking at it, I was seeing God as a big God with a big stick waiting on me to mess up so that he could pummel me again. And, and what we find is it is just the opposite. God is a big God with a big heart that loves us in a big way that is real hard to comprehend until you know Jesus as your Savior. And then, since we understand our guilt at that point, sometimes it's hard to go, God, how can you love me when I am so ridiculous in sin? And then God's like, Jesus, when he writes down and, and, and these others see what he's writing down, which I would I, actually, I think I might agree with that, that preacher or you, sorry, with you. And, uh, <laughs> and then he looks at the woman and he tells the woman, go and sin no more, uh, which the reality is he didn't set her up. He understands that we have the ability to live a sinless life if our love for him is greater than our love for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just understanding the doctrine of sin, understanding our own fallen nature, understanding how the devil, the accuser of the brethren, tempts us. He's also called the tempter. Absolutely. And, and uh, the accuser. And that, But we have angels given charge over us. Um, the Lord is with us. Amen. But coming back to what you said just a moment ago is, is accountability. Uh, I have to take uh, responsibility for my decisions. And I need to call things what God calls them. Uh, we got to call them what they are. Yeah. And uh, the biblical names for things, it, it's sin. Yeah. Because uh, the blood of Jesus Christ uh, cleanses us from all sin. And God names sins. Mm -hmm. And we need to, you know, I heard a guy years ago, I never forget it, uh, Bible college, uh, Sunday school teacher said repentance is getting on side of God's side of things against ourselves. And we got all this emotional thing. And I think, and who said, and I feel guilty. And you just got to get past all of that and just say, you know, it can be very complicated and the enemy wants to complicate it. But then as, as the Spirit of God begins to move in us and through us, as we are obedient and get into the Word of God, let God speak to us about our problems, then it starts to get kind of simple. Remember Jesus said, except you become as a little child, this will go over your head. And so I, I hear people in, in council and they make it so complicated and you just don't know. And like, yeah, I well, know because, because we're, we're clueless of life. Like, I do pastor, know. Pastor, you don't, pastor, you wouldn't understand. Oh no, because I have no, I have no 
issues to struggle or things in my past to fight, no demons to battle. <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't understand. And the enemy, and you know, the, my flesh within me and the enemy around me and the world around us wants to make it so complicated. And it's, it's not, it's not at all. Jesus says, says it, you've sinned. Mm-hmm. I still love you, but that sin's messing you up. And getting in the way of our relationship with him, our relationship yeah. with each other, relationships with, every, with our wife on every level. Uh, one of the when, when when I was asked a question was Jesus tempted with homosexuality, and I said uh, no, and it, and it was a it was a homosexual that was asking me the question, and and uh, and I said no, and they, and I said so are you uh, tempted with homosexuality, and and he's like well I. I it's my it's my way of life, and I said so. So did you give in to sin? And then he responded with, "Oh no 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 no! I was, I was made this way. I was born this way. God made me this way." And I said, "Well, if you believe that God made you this way, why would you think Jesus would be tempted with homosexuality if it wasn't a sin? What if?" you're either born that way or you're not born that way. And so, uh, for you to even ask the question, was Jesus tempted with homosexuality implies that you understand to some degree, somewhere along the line that this isn't proper. It's not right. And then, and then we find in, in Romans chapter one, because people get, and I'm not, this, this isn't to stir people up about homosexuality. This is to answer questions and, and, and the sinful nature the sinful nature and 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 here's the thing how are we to how are we to get to the crux of anything if we don't hit it head on and so uh so i said well listen in in romans chapter one god clearly identifies uh uh the homosexual behavior gay lesbian whatever you want to call it uh clearly identifies it as sin uh as being unnatural, going against that uh, the things of God, and any and any list a multitude of other sins, right? That that flush out from one sin, we have a multitude, and and so if you are practicing the uh, LGBTQ lifestyle, uh, then there is a multitude of sins that are going to flow from that. Just as my example of. You know, so you have the lust of the flesh and you take drugs and then that creates the lust of the eyes and then you're, you go home and you're challenged from your behavior and then the pride of life comes in and you got to stand and protect your sin. And, and, and that's, what's, that's what was happening and as we, as we talk through this. And I said, uh, I said, listen, if you were born that way, uh, why all of a sudden is uh, now... Uh, you, you even go back, Florida had on the law that if you were a homosexual, that you were to be uh, um, put to death. It's on, it's on, the, it's on the books in Florida. Um, and then, but, but he was like, well, or they'll use uh, an abomination. Well, abomination does, didn't mean uh, uh, back in the Bible what it means today. Yeah. It, it's, it, there's a justification. My, my whole point is um, it, we can't justify the sin. And so what we do is we come at another angle. And so instead of saying homosexuality is okay, uh, uh, what we say is, well, God made us that way. Yeah. The scriptures speak, or he loves me or he loves me just the way I am. Yeah. The scriptures speak clearly, but when a society has departed scripture, 
and then scripture right. confronts them, then they're angry. It's scripture. You know, I ha- I've ministered to many, many people who have been part of the homosexual community and uh, have same-sex attraction. I, I, I've never felt same-sex attraction, uh, but just be- I, I feel uh, opposite-sex attraction uh, bef- with women that before I was married that I wanted to be sexually active with and then... Uh, as a man in marriage, I've seen other women and I've lusted after. I'm ashamed of that. I, I, I don't embrace that, but I'm guilty. And so I fight that battle. Just because I've had that attraction doesn't mean I have to yield to that. Exactly. And I tell that to my homosexual friends that, okay, it's, it's not a sin to have that attraction. It's a sin to yield to that temptation. Uh, the script, you know, God made both male and female. And well, well, you says, know, they, they, they say to like, uh, I was talking to someone and, and, uh, and this lady walks by who was incredibly beautiful. And, uh, and so, uh, there was about five pastors that were standing around. <laughs> and, and so every one of us, I'm glad I wasn't one of them. Every one of us went, right? So we, we, we saw her, recognized her, acknowledged, and then turned away. But there was one gentleman who uh, looked away and then looked back a second time. And so one of the pastors said, when we all looked at her, it was not a sin. We acknowledged God did good and it was good and we moved on. But you, my brother, when you took a second look, that was sin. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have to understand that. Yeah, it, it's the nature, and uh, we don't have to yield. That's why Christ came, to set us free from the curse of the law. Yeah. And you want to break down homosexual sin, heterosexual sin. God sin is sin. It. There you go. Sin, sin is sin. And it, it'll have the, the results of, uh, of, of tearing people down breaking relationships, right. complicating relationships. What I, I remember so, from my drug days, and just this kind of permeates this whole, the whole thing. Uh, I, I was a druggie. So my whole life was viewed through the lens of my next drug deal. Is it safe? Uh, okay, I, I can get how, much, how many pounds of marijuana, how many kilos for this price? If I get five pounds or if I get you know two kilos versus one, and it's this yeah, much money. Yeah, do we money, get a bulk rate? <laughs> but then I've got all this on me, and if I get busted with more than this, I face this jail sentence, and, and, uh, and then I'm going to have to get some new customers, and can I trust them? What if it's a narc? What if I go to prison? You know, so you're always you're seeing, I saw my whole life through the lens of a drug dealer. And then I had friends that really uh, got lit up with alcohol at a very young age, and they didn't see everything through a drug deal. They saw everything through the lens of getting drunk again. Yeah. I, I have to have alcohol present. You know, if I had a party with no alcohol, marijuana wasn't good enough. They had to. It had. To, they were seeing it through the lens of uh, of um, alcohol. And I have friends that uh, in homosexual community that see everything through the lens of homosexuality. And then they take a look at, 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 at biblical uh, evangelical Christianity and say, well, we hate that because it's against us. God made us this way. And I can right. clearly show you from the scripture, God did not make you this right. way. God and, made you in his image. God, and sin makes us this way, yeah, not and, God. And you said it. Uh, um, uh, homosexuals hate the Christian view, right? Because it, it opposes them. 
we don't oppose them, but but God's word does. Just like the drug user and the alcoholic hates the police, the, the 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 presence of the police because it goes against what they want to do, and they're afraid that that presence is going to stop them from their sinful desires. I want to practice my sin with no consequences. None. Don't and 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 who gives you the right to judge me? Not, right. It's not judgment. It's perception. And, and so and, judging themselves. Well, and and here's the thing. You know, the Bible says. <laughs> which this is another podcast because people are like, you have no right to judge me. Well, wait a minute. I do. And the Bible tells me I do because the Bible says that I am to look at you. I am to look at your fruit so I can determine whether you're a sheep or a wolf. By their fruits, you shall, shall know them. them. There's a difference between judgment and discernment. It's a, God is the righteous judge. He's laid out the law. This is acceptable. This is unacceptable. Right. Uh, this is normal. This is abnormal. This I'll bless this. I'll curse that. That's not our choice. That's laid out for us. I choose to bow to that. Others choose to resist that. And if I bow to that and they resist it, then a lot of times they, they resist me too. Jesus said, they'll hate you because they hated me first. And I, I have many, uh, uh, close friends who have lived in the homosexual community and they came up short. The, their needs were not met, and they 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 believed that Jesus was the Son of God, born of the Virgin, came to die for their sins. Acknowledged that, yes, the Scriptures say this is outside of God's plan, and they confessed their sin to God. They turned from their sin with the help of the Holy Spirit, and they've chosen to to live within biblical moral boundaries. And I'll tell you, I've seen, I've done some of their weddings to same-sex marriages excuse me i'm saying so, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. We're, we're we're done uh, yeah yeah excuse <laughs> Wait me a minute. i don't know if it's on video but my eyes went yeah yeah <laughs> i've done the marriages for opposite sex <laughs> marriages <laughs> Woo. help me jesus help me jesus help me jesus and I've seen them get back on track here, man. That was, that was okay. I got derailed my, there for look, a second. My face is yeah. red. I'm stunned. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that to you, Johnny. <laughs> but here's, okay. here's the blessing to that. Yeah. I've yeah. seen them come in God's boundaries, yeah. marry a man and a woman, uh, a biblical marriage, bear children, find the biblical role of husband, biblical role. And their of life, life is fulfilled. Raise godly seed. And I look in their eyes, and someone yeah. will look at me. And when we had our, uh, we had some hard talks in the in the early days, and I steered them in the biblical direction, and they swallowed hard, and they didn't get angry at me. They were hurt, but they realized that Duke didn't write the Bible. That's right. And um, I think God wrote the Bible, and I'm going to face him one day. And he's already said, so I'm not going to say the the mainstream narrative. Oh, God made me this way. No, God made me in the image. Uh, uh, in his own image right. and I, and he's given me a volition and I have to make a choice. Okay. My fallen nature has this attraction. You know, I have an attraction to steal Harley Davidson's when I see a beautiful <laughs> bike out somewhere. I'm thinking, is there a key in it? You know, <laughs> I, you know, but by the grace of God, I, so far I've resisted, <laughs> uh, you know, I walk through a Marine. I see somebody's boat. I'll get on that boat and take it out. I, I lust for that. Right. But so far, I've chosen not to uh, yield to that temptation, and that applies in every yeah, area. Before, lust of flesh, before lust I was eyes, saved, I, I, I always failed to yield. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I, I think we can't separate one sin from another. Right. Well, and and we're not the judge. God is. The righteous yeah, judge has yeah. spoken. But the, the Bible says that we can use his word to encourage and to uh, condemn. Right? I mean, right? It's, it's profitable for what? For doctrine, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness? Well, that means that we have to use his word to line up our behavior, to line up your behavior. So the reality is, Duke, if I see you living sinful, I have the right to come up to you as a brother in Christ and say, hey, wait a minute, you're living contrary to the word of God. I'm not judging you. I'm looking at the facts that you present before me, and I'm holding you accountable to that. I think it's more than a right. I think it's a responsibility. Absolutely. And in that, even though it would be painful for you to have to do that mm-hmm. and painful for me to hear that, that would be love at a very high degree because it's easier to just sweep it under the rug and pretend that everything's groovy when it's not. Right. Do you understand that word groovy, John? I'm in, baby. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you might need a little assistance on that. I don't, I'm in. But, but, and that, but it's no different. Listen, when the Bible says not to judge someone, I want to clarify the difference. Obviously, we've talked about looking at the fruit of someone's life and holding them accountable for that. But how about this, too? Uh, we're not to judge one another. So when I ride, I, I wear all leather. I'm, I, I like leather uh, attire, so I wear the leather jacket, leather gloves, leather chaps, uh, black sunglasses. It's just black leather boots. It's just what works for me. It's, uh, it's my protective gear. And then I walk into a, a, a gas station or a store having all of my gear on, and I've literally seen uh, mothers uh, will grab their children and pull them closer to them and away from me. And I think to myself, but they don't know me, so I don't take it personal. I understand. Uh, but I think to myself, uh, honey, if if the junk hits the fan, I'm the guy you want to be closest to. Like, I'm, I'm the one that's prepared to defend you and your children. But she looked at my attire with zero facts, judged me as this biker dude that's a troublemaker or whatever the bible says we're not to do that we are not to make uh accusations or insinuations based on uh perception yeah when you don't have the facts but you have a strong opinion and you act upon the opinion and you condemn the person that's that's judgment that's That's judgment yeah it's judge it's judging and it's sinful and it's wrong but if i see somebody out rioting and looting uh, and I confront them about it or report them to the authorities and they get busted for it, I'm not judging them. I'm perceiving what they did. I'm holding them accountable for what they've done to pay the consequences for uh, their action. It should not be an innocent person who has to, to pay for the, uh, the guilty person's uh, action. And we're living in a society now that is just basically thrown out sanity. Yeah. Uh, just literally thrown out sanity. People have these emotions. Oh, here's a guy blessed, dressed in black riding a motorcycle. He's he's a biker dude. You know, he's a druggie. He's violent. And it's like, no, I'm a I'm a I'm a shepherd. I'm a pastor. I'm a father. I'm a husband. And uh, and I and I, am, and I, I literally prepared. will put my life in in between you and and danger. And you're you're you've prepared yourself to do exactly that, but they don't know, they it, don't know it. And they make a judgment and usually judgments I'd say oftentimes judgments are are just 
bad judgments. How many times have we passed judgment and been so wrong in our passing of the judgment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I want to look at it in another way because you point all that out, right? Uh, that uh, it is our duty to hold someone accountable for their actions. It's God's duty to hold man accountable for their sinful actions. And he put it all into his constitution. Yeah, so so we are without excuse, according to Romans yeah. chapter 1, 18, uh, 9, uh, 20, uh, Romans 1, 20, 21, <clears throat> we're without excuse. And um, God, listen, God will hold every one of us accountable for our sin. And it doesn't matter if it's, and by the way, the sin of drunkenness and the damage that it does is equal to the sin of homosexuality and the damage that it does because sin is sin. But same way as being a thief. Listen, you, your sin is not under you only. It, it is the, pond, uh, the, the, the pebble in the pond. You throw a pebble out or a rock out into the center of the pond, and, it, and, and it, that ripple effect means it goes out to everything uh, surrounding the pond, including the dry land at the end. And, and our sin is the same way. Uh, how many ways can man sin? Three. Three different ways or three different points a person can sin. That is uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Now, how many different sins are there? Oh my goodness! Drunkenness, homosexuality, pedophilia, uh, gluttony, um, uh, uh, does looking at something and desiring it to you know, like you got to get that Harley in your garage, and so now all of a sudden it's the sin of doing whatever it takes to get that Harley yeah, in your gossip garage. Gossip and slander, slander, and gossip, arrogance. You name it, the sin is damaging and not listen you are not of your own you are your brother's keeper we are our brother's keeper which means that when we sin it is the pebble in the lake and it goes out and it has its ripple effect now i'm not going to sit here and argue with anybody of what's sin and what's not sin the bible clarifies it i agree with the bible i'm not trying to make enemies because i've talked about homosexuality and called it a sin because look homosexuality is a sin adultery is a sin gluttony is a sin uh lusting is a sin looking at a woman twice is a sin <laughs> looking at i mean you know let, let's just let's let's just face it lying is a sin right uh uh feet that are swift to running the evil is a sin uh causing uh problems with uh uh the church is a sin causing problems i mean there's so many things that are sinful and you take this huge this huge reality that's in our face every day is to tearing up our culture tearing up the family unit tearing up teenagers you know uh sexual identity issues uh, uh eating disorders and then and then you just kind of take that you know at the time of jesus they had problems too they had problems. and i just find it interesting uh some of the most hurting people came to jesus the sick and they were brought to jesus but i just it's just crossing my mind now as we're having this conversation um jesus went to the woman at the well who'd had five husbands was living with a guy that wasn't her he went to her and uh he he connected with her he seeks to save that the lost. which is lost he come he doesn't flee from these people who are overtaken in sin right. Because in time, 
They'll fight, you know, they'll fight for the right to kill babies. But they have to go to sleep at night. And, uh, in, you know, I've, I've dealt with mothers who've taken their babies' lives and they were just eaten up with guilt. And, uh, and uh, they, they've come to me and I just point them to the, the Savior and point them to that sacrifice, one sacrifice once for all. To f- and uh, they find forgiveness. But it's amazing how Jesus literally came to these people. He came to those that were uh, were lepers, and everybody else was fleeing. Oh no, they're lepers! And Jesus touched them. And this is the thing that just so uh, so beautiful. I, I listen to all the drama, and you call homosexuality sin, and you and you did, but you got the lust. You, you're a glutton, and that isn't that as bad as this? And it's like, yeah, sin is sin is sin. But let's get our eyes off of that. Let's get on the remedy of sin. Amen. The remedy of of, of, of racial sin isn't that black people should hate white people. Or that white people should hate black people. That's no remedy. And, you know, when you get to the feet of Jesus on the racial issues, love kicks in. Right. And it goes away. And, uh, and, and the same with any sin. When you just get to the remedy and we get to the Savior with that sin, uh, it gets forgiven. Uh, we, uh, our anger goes away. We're not angry at those that confronted us. I, I'm I'm thankful for those who confronted me with the alcohol and drug issues that I faced. Um, I had policemen take me on a little tour of the Ohio State Reformatory, a Shawshank Redemption movie. (laughs) That was filmed about five miles from my house. Yeah. And I got taken through there for some, you know, teach this kid, you don't want to come here. And boy, I'm telling you, I learned a lot that day. I didn't want to go there. And I'm thankful for those policemen who took me through there. Um, I, I didn't, I really learned, I don't want to go to that place. And that helped motivate me to stop dealing drugs. Well, I was, I was just looking for the verse and, uh, for some reason I can't find it because you know, when you want something that your brain goes, but there's a passage that says God, uh, will, will require an answer from us for our sin. Well, if God calls all that we mentioned today is sin and you want to continue to live in that the day will come though when you will have to look god in the eye and justify your sin that That, uh frightened me back in the day i i that needs to frighten anyone i sense that i'm gonna i'm having this little conversation with Jeannie, the girl who took me to church but I just sense someday I'm going to have to have the same conversation with God. It's interesting. I was at RPI teaching a science, uh, creation science class, uh, and a professor came to the class. He listened to a two-hour presentation, and I said, what did you think about the presentation? He goes, you did a good job. I said, okay, thank you, uh, but what do you think about is the, the creation model? Does it, does it receive more of the scientific facts? He looked at me, and he goes, yeah, he said all the facts fit. He goes, but I choose to just uh, pretend that I never came here tonight. Yeah. I was shocked, and I asked him why. Or I, he made this statement. I'll never forget it. It's just what you said. He goes, my reason tells me that book that you read those science verses from, if it's the word of God, my reason tells me I'm going to meet him one day on his terms. On his terms. And he said, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, and, and he's going to have to answer for his decisions. And, guys, that's what I'm telling you. And the reason that 
uh, uh, we have these podcasts, and and even though some of it's difficult, and listen, I I totally understand when you when you talk about homosexuality, especially in today's culture, I run the risk of being uh, uh, homophobe, uh, accused of so much, and 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 hate, and so I'm not trying to stir anybody to the negative or to the hate or and i'm not trying to stir uh and 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 say that i oppose you because i don't agree uh with your lifestyle what i'm trying to do is answer the questions that i get asked by scripture i had family ask me we we got into this discussion about uh uh, same-sex marriage and i said that God completely opposes homosexuality and that uh, if, if the person refuses God, refuses Jesus, and holds on to their sinful position being homosexuality, the Bible says that they are deserving of death and will receive death. That was about eight years ago, dude, and my family has not talked to me since. And I'm called hate and everything else. Listen, listen, I love my family. I'm not, I'm not opposed to my family. Uh, I am, I am just not going to, uh, I am not going to sit here or there or anywhere and say, Oh no. And listen, you live your life the way you want to live it. God loves you just the way you are. Everything is good. And when you get to heaven, uh, God loves you. But that's not what the Bible says. And so the world wants us to sit on the fence and have no opinion, pretend God didn't write the Bible, pretend there's no hell and uh, everybody's going to go to heaven. And it's not that way. It's just, that's the devil's lie. Are you ready for this? I, I was told, uh, Pastor, you'll never do anything for God because you're too black and white and that you need to be gray. Well, let me tell you what gray is. Gray is the fence. And guess who owns the fence? Mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah. And, and so I understand that it's not popular. I understand that to oppose that which society stands for is not popular. I also understand that just because uh, Cuomo made it legal doesn't mean it's right with God. He's not the righteous judge. He is not the righteous judge. God is. And, and all I'm pointing out today is that uh, uh, there are three ways that man can sin. Those ways, feeding the flesh, feeding the eyes, and the pride of life can be acted out in a multitude of ways. But there's only three ways that man can sin, and those are the three. Uh, you will have to decide whether you want to surrender to God or whether you want to uh, uh, and, and see him as your loving savior, or do you want to answer to God because you are seeing him as your judge? Society wants to just point us out as hate mongers and, and on and on and on it goes. But in reality, when you're talking about sin, you're talking about hurting people that are opposing themselves, that aren't accomplishing their dreams, and I'm just pointing people on at every level to Jesus. Right. I've seen him fix people. I've seen uh, men outside of moral boundaries heterosexually get right. I've seen people, men and women, outside of uh, the Judeo-Christian moral value, homosexuality, lesbianism, 
repent, turn to Christ, and get right, and live wonderful lives. That's what I'm, I'm for people to be close to the Lord. Yeah. I'm for all people to be forgiven, to have everlasting life. Uh, but there's somebody who opposes that message, and right. he always op- opposes it with hate and with anger and to slam down the voice of God. Uh, what, what did, how did Israel treat their prophets? Most of them they killed yeah, and almost all of them they slandered. Well, do you know, uh, um, uh, in the book of John, you have John, the gospel, according to John, this is just (laughs) according to John, (laughs) but if you, and you talked about how the, the people killed the prophets and so on and so forth. Do you know how John, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, not John, James, my apologies. James, who wrote the book of James, the brother of Jesus. Do you know how he died? I believe he was martyred by King Herod. So... But the specific, how did he die? I'm not sure. Well, actually, this James uh, James was known as old camel knees because he prayed all the time, and, and he always prayed, and his knees were all callous like a camel. And, and I, I got this out of Fox's Book of Martyrs, just so you know where I got it. And so they called James, who James was also the pastor of the church in Jerusalem, uh, the book of Acts. If you go into 15. chapter 15, yeah, chapter 15 and 16, you start reading about who he was. And, and so the Jews wanted to, they wanted, uh, they wanted James to bless uh, their their sinful activity, and and he wouldn't do it, and so finally they said, "You pray now for God to bless our sin." Not those terms, but basically it. So James knelt down on his knees and started praying for God to convict their heart of their sin, and he started pointing out their sin. And it goes on to say that they got so angry because he would not ask God to, or because, because James wouldn't ask God to bless their sin, that they took clubs and beat him to death with clubs because he wouldn't join in on their sin. Yep. Uh, prophets and apostles and pastors throughout the history of the church have not been politically correct. And you and know it what's has cost them in the past, and it, it costs us in the present. But that's a and we're seeing it today. By the way, we're seeing uh, uh, if you don't agree with people's lifestyle, no matter what it is, uh, if you don't agree with it, um, then there's hate and and outrage. And and how about this? If you're just quiet, like you go, I'm I'm not. I'm, I love Jesus, and I'm just going to be quiet, and because I don't want any trouble. We want to be a, a what is it? A, what is that? That's another podcast. Yeah, uh, right. Um, and so we're just silent. Well, now all of a sudden, silence is violence. You can't win. And guys, I'm just going to tell you, sin, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Lust of the flesh. Those are the three ways. So whenever you're sinning, you got to figure out what cat, what you're serving, and that's the category that it goes in. It's the only three ways that you can sin. It was the only three ways that Jesus was tempted, uh, turn bread into stone, um, 
jump from the mountain. The angels will save him if he's the son of God. And then uh, go on top of the mountain, look, see everything you have. I'll give it to you, Satan says. Those are the three ways that he was, he was tempted. He wasn't tempted with homosexuality. That is to answer the question. But also to say, listen, what, if you want to know what sin is, put it under that category. If the Bible says that this isn't good, it's not good. And you and I will be held accountable for the very decisions we make. Not mistakes, but decisions. The poor decisions. And we one day will have to look God in the eye and answer for those sins. The books will be opened and the dead shall be judged out of the things written in the book. And it's, it's wise, I think, on at this time to open the book now. Mm. And uh, then, of course, we're writing the book of our works. Yeah, yeah listen, listen you, you are writing. Uh, what you live out is what gets written in the book. And then that's what, that's what you get held accountable for or not held accountable for. I'd rather be condemned now by a society that, that chooses to be ignorant of Scripture than to be uh, judged by the righteous judge of the universe on, on the other side. So I cheated. It's an open book test. Yeah. I, so. I want to be ready. I, Jesus, you know, there's a, there's a cost for discipleship. And, um, so should we listen to man or we listen to God? Yeah. yeah and it got him in a lot of trouble, but, um, I, I'm on the winning team. I'm so listening to God. I'm choosing Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope that this podcast has helped you. I, I understand that it could have stirred someone, uh, understand this. Uh, it is to teach what the word of God says. That's what this podcast is about. It is to answer questions that people have. And so I'm not looking for people to agree with me. I'm just looking to educate people. Uh, I hope that you have learned. I hope you have grown. I hope that if you are mad at me and Duke for what we said, that you will investigate it first and find out for yourself. I hope this podcast has helped you. If you, if it has, uh, that you like, share, follow, uh, that you uh, share with someone else that may have the same question. And if you feel that uh, we've answered it well, then uh, then you can help them, and and it would be good for all. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen.